ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, grandmas and grandpas, especially one grandpa. If you're listening to this, stop running away from us. ZT on the MIC. Love to welcome everybody to the show on this bucolic morning here in Saltram. That's right, it's 8.23 a.m. SST. We're here with our co-host, you guessed it, it's Ralphito. Give us a bark, Ralphie. Nope, okay, ignorant. We're out walking, Ralphito, for a rare, what is now a rare morning broadcast. This used to be the norm. Not the Normando, but the norm. Walking Ralphito in the morning and getting a broadcast in. Um, it used to be about 70% of my broadcasts would be morning broadcasts, maybe more. Nowadays, I mean, this is very much a rare occasion. We do have so much to get into. We didn't even know we'd be doing a morning broadcast until about 45 minutes ago when our mother station reminded us, morning, reminded us, well, asked us, who would be walking Ralphito. And it's always me. It's always me. I enjoy walking Ralphito, but you know, by the time I walk Ralphito, go to the gym, it's fucking midday before I start doing any work. And that's the reason why well the other reason that I like mum walking Ralph, which seldom happens, is just for her well being bit of exercise for the lass. But alas, it is I here with Ralfito. And it does mean that we get a new morning broadcast in. We of course, not of course, nobody knows this. We did receive a PSA from our sister station. Picked it up this morning through the cable. And there was a request, an explicit request for a morning broadcast. And I listened to it, I thought, eh pretty unlikely unless you want me to broadcast at the gym but uh, here we are and we'd like to thank one of our newest listeners you guessed it you guessed it. it's Carolina Chris he tuned in he tuned in to Normando's El Capitan show and I'd like to take this opportunity. I'm not sure if you're listening, Chris. I think you might be. It's a 40% chance in my books. I'd like to dub you, Carolina Chris, the new head of the Mexican search party. That's right. Normando's gone. We don't know that Grandpa's gone. And for that reason, we need a man on the ground. And we need a man that speaks Spanish. And that is you, Chris. Carolina Chris. We, uh, this is a big moment. You are, you're the, the first international correspondent for the search party that's not one of us. But this is important. We need you to keep your ear to the ground, Chris. Listen in on some conversations. We're going to need those language skills of yours, you know. We'll send you uh, 
you know, one of those fake mustaches. What is it? You know, a fake pair of glasses, a fake mustache, and a maybe a fake nose. Just to give you a bit of cover. We'll give it a little bit of a Mexican mustache, maybe. Oh shit, a deer. Go on, Ralphie, chase it. Never seen a deer here before, that was quite nice. Um, probably just wanted to say what's up to Chris. Um, we need you in the cafes, you know, reading the newspaper with the holes through the newspaper. We need you listening in. We'll, uh, we'll send you a wiretap as well so you can tap in, tap into some phone lines. Um, yeah, we'll give you all the gear. We'll give you all the gear that you need so that you can, you know, cause, cause grandpa, if he's still in Mexico, there's a good chance he'll be, he'll be getting complacent right now. He probably knows that Normancito has left the country. So there's probably going to be some a flagrant disregard for his identity right now. And it's a perfect opportunity for you, Carolina Chris, Cece, to, uh, to catch the bastard, quite simply. Catch that bastard. I don't mind calling him a bastard because, let's be honest, he's wasting a lot of our time. And it is all about the search, but come on, enough's enough. So we'd like to welcome and dub Carolina Chris, head, head of the Mexican search party, our Mexican correspondent, our man on the ground in Mexico, Cece. Where's Cece, Ralphie? Oh, he doesn't know. So, beautiful moment here on the show. Four years in, we've, 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 what is that? Four years into the show, we finally welcomed a foreign correspondent. We look forward to hearing updates from CC. But alas, we have a lot to get into today, believe it or not, listeners. We've got a lot to get into. I thought I just heard a snake, but I don't think there's any snakes down here. Or in, in England in general. There are adders. There are adders. I can confirm that. Of course, we did mention on the show... The Yosemite water snake, just the other day, our sister station is of the opinion that all water snakes are, are venomous or dangerous. I'm not so sure about that. I'll have to check the, uh, the Wikipedia entry on water snakes, but I'm not so sure. This one looked pretty, pretty tame, pretty harmless, if that's such a thing. Can you look harmless as a snake? I don't think so. You're a snake, you, you don't look harmless. Um, but yeah, we've got a lot to get into. Let me just pull up these show notes. And it's, I've got to say, it's nice to be able to get into a broadcast within, you know, 12 hours or so of listening to the corresponding broadcast. I feel fresh. There was a comment after my PSA last night that I was, I was feeling it. I was in flow state, even on a PSA, a two minute PSA. Maybe you're right. Um, am I still in that flow state? You're gonna have to stay tuned to find out. I think you know, I wouldn't like to make a I wouldn't like to make a guess on that one. So we'll just get straight into it. Um, we were pleased, very pleased to hear of the, of the time that was experienced in Yosemite and the time that is being experienced in the state of California by none other than Normancito. Hadn't really thought about that, but yeah, it's it's a it's a perfect segue from Mexico to just. I mean, what is a border? 
what is a border? That's a, that's a question for another show, but you know, really, you're, you're still in Mexico. You're still in Mexico in the truest, in the truest way, you know? California is Mexican. Let's not forget that. Um, and yeah, you know, enjoying the, the spillover culture it's, uh, I mean, it makes a lot of sense. You had me thinking, maybe, maybe this, maybe this is the place for Normancito. And if you're going to be in the U.S., you probably want to be in the Southwest. And I know that, at least I think, I don't think California is deemed the Southwest of the U.S. Of course it is geographically, but when you think of the Southwest, at least for me, I'm thinking Arizona, I'm thinking New Mexico. Um, I'm not thinking California. California is its own beast, but again, maybe wrong. Um, but it makes a lot of sense for Normancito to be in those states, in that part of the country where there is a much higher population of Spanish speakers. You know, maybe that's the future. Um, and we'd like to take this opportunity to give a special shout out to Seedless Watermelons. Yeah, I think, I think you hit the dick on the head there with, with your statement. Let's ban genetically modified food, fruits and vegetables. Let's ban it all. Let's, let's keep the watermelons, come on. Nobody wants to be picking the seeds out of their teeth. I would probably, I would eat, and I do eat, a seeded watermelon, but it's a pain in the ass. It really is. I mean, even, even seeded, I don't like any, nobody likes seeds, come on. Seeded grapes, seeded oranges, those bitches are annoying really are. Grapes, you can just eat the seeds, I think, can't you? Just fucking, just, just call it a day and just eat them, but watermelon, it's just rife, rife with seeds. Sizable seeds too, you know, not as big as an orange seed, but perfect for spitting at somebody. Not the time to do that with, with all that's going on in the world now. You know, soon we'll be able to spit them again, but right now, very much frowned upon, spitting any kind of projectile from one's mouth, I'm led to believe. Um, my next show note, and again, we hate to introduce show notes, but my next show note is Normando Wiser Than E.T. And just listening to the show yesterday, I was reminded that I'm a few years older than Normancito. Three years, four years? My birth date, without giving too much of my identity away, 1988, Normancito, 1992, and I just thought, huh. in fact, I think I was about, yeah, I would have been about 28, I mean, the math would make sense, when, when we met in Colombia, in Medellin, oh, Ralph taking another shit, are you? Good boy, I'm not picking this one up, no, couldn't even pick the last one up, could I? Too big. We had a roast last night. We had a roast beef, a prime cut of roast beef that my mum had in the freezer. 60 pounds worth, and I'm not talking weight, 60 great British pounds of beef. That's like $90. That's an expensive piece of meat. And uh, it was basically like Christmas day yesterday. As I mentioned before, we have Auntie Pam visiting Boy, does she like to talk. 
renowned for talking. Absolutely renowned. And this is my dad's great aunt. And they don't have any contact. I think something went awry. My dad says that it was just because she talks too much. And he might be right. He might be being honest. But if her sons, her sons don't have much to do with her either. Is it because she talks too I mean, talking too much is annoying, but it's not a reason to discard somebody. But her and my mum, she's like a new surrogate mum for my mum. It's, it's an interesting situation. And I think, you know, they, they care for each other. But it's, uh, it's an interesting one. Um, so she's over quite distracting when I'm trying to work in the kitchen and my mum's in the outhouse I mean it's just the two of us in the house I'm there trying to watch a video on fucking advertising you know just tuned in just five minutes into the YouTube video I've got one headphone on one out because I know that she's going to say something and I need to be I, I need to not ignore her five minutes into the marketing video so did you enjoy living in America? Yeah, yeah, I did, yeah. Nah, I'm, I'm being a dick here. Auntie Pam, if you're listening, I don't mean it. I don't, I kind of do, but... Um, we're digressing here, very much so. We've gone from beef to Auntie Pam. Forget where we were before. Absolute tangent. Oh, Ralph's at his favourite part here. He's charging, he's charging. I don't know what, what does it to him. He just turns psychotic on this part of the field. Um... Please, please bear with us while we try and remember where we were. Auntie Pam's visiting. Um, wow, I've really lost what I was talking about. Might even need to clip this. We might need to get our, our, our official clipper on this part of the show. Um, just, just gonna have to move on. Just gonna have to move on. I don't know what to say. This happens on live, live, live radio. Sometimes you just you hit a you hit a glitch. You feel the pressure and you just crumble. And I'm crumbling right now. What I was saying was that Normancito is wiser than ET. I was 28 when we met, and I've 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 developed and changed a fair amount in these last three years. For the better, believe it or not, for the better. And. Uh, and I just thought I should make a comment about that because Normando, in, in many ways, is he's just ahead of the curve. He's ahead of the curve. You know, we're, we're, I'd say we're on a similar level in many areas, thought processes, um, you know, interests, self-awareness, you know, these things. But, of course, I had a head start. I'm three years, at least three years ahead. So we just wanted to make a note of Normancito's development. And, uh, and we're very excited to see further development from our SF. Um, oh no, we're about to walk up a hill. Your boy's going to get short of breath here. Let's rewind a minute to Yosemite and the expense of Yosemite. You know, you said it was a, a smooth transition being in LA or being in California. 
but I don't think financially it's been a smooth transition. You know, we talked many moons ago, we talked about living expenses in Mexico. You're looking at about 50 bucks a day. 50 bucks a day, which is more than you'd probably think you would spend in, in a country like Mexico, especially if you're trying to be somewhat frugal. You've got your hostel. I'm not up to, up to date with current prices. What are you paying? 10 bucks a night? 15 bucks a night? And your food, your drink, your waterfall tour. By the end of the day, your, your blah blah car. I actually got an email from blah blah car this morning. I thought, I caught a blah blah car? Can't remember catching a blah blah car, but I guess I did. Um, I'll have to reach out to the marketing team and say, come on guys, one email in four years? You, you need to step it up if you want to keep keep customers. Um, is he doing another shit? He's doing another shit. Three shits in one walk. Ralph's a one shit guy. This is interesting. Oh, that's what I was saying. He interrupted me by shitting. And it reminded me, he had a big meal last night. He had as much roast as I did. That's not true, but he had a decent amount. A decent amount of prime cut beef. I don't think he had any Christmas pudding. But when I said it was like a Christmas dinner, it really was. We had Christmas pudding. Mum was saving the Christmas pudding for Auntie Pam's visit. I've been looking at that Christmas pudding for months. Thinking, when are we going to eat this bitch? I love Christmas pudding. We finally ate it last night. I had smoked beforehand. And it was an incredible experience, let me tell you that. Oh, it was good. And Christmas pudding isn't a thing in the US. I'm aware of that. So to all of our listeners in the United States of America, Christmas pudding is probably not going to sound very nice. It's probably not going to sound very nice. And I don't know all the ingredients, but it does involve many kind of berries. Berries? You know, sultanas maybe? Raisins? Port, I think. It's a very Henry VIII-looking dessert. It looks like it will give you gout. Maybe it will if you eat too much. Stay tuned to find out, but boy, is it good. Just stodge. Rich stodge. And you have custard with it, and you have cream with it. And you have marijuana with it. And boy, was it good. Um, but yeah, the expenses of being back in the US. It's, uh, it's a tough one to swallow, you know? When you get sucked into a, a social occasion with friends, you're at their mercy. You're at the group's mercy. And, and when those friends are high-flying musicians and... Ralph? <whistles> high-flying musicians and... Um, what's, what's Greg again? I don't know what Greg is, but he's gainfully employed. He earns money, and uh, he doesn't, as far as I'm aware, isn't under the stress of any kind of squidgy, squidgy financial situation. You know, these boys are trying to spend money. Yeah, we'll have steak, oh, we'll just get a, I mean, Normancito probably wanted a camp. Probably wanted a camp and just eat s'mores. But, uh, I mean, it's a bachelor party. You're gonna be spending money. And, uh, it's tough. It's tough when you get sucked into one of those situations. 
maybe not sucked in isn't the right phrase because you wanted to be there. You just didn't want to spend the money. But I'm pleased, very pleased should I say, that I was able to offer a suggestion for a new source of income from our boy, for our boy. And of course that is working. Not a racist Sue's restaurant. I think I nearly thought it was racist Sue that uh, was was the manager S of of these popping restaurants. But of course it's Erica. Shout out to Erica if you're listening. Are you still with Glem or not? That's what we're, we're trying to surmise here. Are they still together or not? Because you mentioned that they broke up and then, then you questioned if they were together. Surely they're not together. It doesn't matter anyway. It doesn't matter if they're together or not. What matters is that she's still the manageress of, of a few of Boston's most popping restaurants. Glenn has no... Glenn being around her has no weight in, in the conversation. Um, what, what, what matters is, can she provide you with a job to get you out of the sticky situation? I think she might be able to. You know the food. You've, you've ex- tasted the menu extensively. Um, you paid money for tasting it. And, and now you're ready to pay her back. Pay her back with blood, sweat, and comedy. You know? What? If she doesn't realize the, the, what kind of opportunity you're about to present to her, then she's, she's a fool. She's, she's probably not fit for a manager role if she doesn't realize that, holy shit, I've got the opportunity to hire Normancito. The Normancito, the world-famous broadcaster. I mean, he's, he's got a world-famous podcast, and he's willing to work here just to pay some bills. I mean, you're going to be head boy in a matter of weeks, I'm sure. Um, and yeah, I think I think the money available to be earned during you know over the summer at one of these restaurants. I mean, if you put in the hours, that's the thing. If you're in England, you can't make bank working at a restaurant for the summer unless you're stealing money from the register. Whereas in the United States of America, Bob's country, if you're a girl with any kind of charm or sizable memories, you can make bank over the summer. If you're a boy with charm, wit, jokes, you know, you're, you're not far off the girl with big tits. So I have high hopes for you and your earning potential over the summer at one of Erica's restaurants. And I'd even be willing to, to forego my finder's fee for the, for the role, you know? Typically I'd be looking for about 5% cut on any earnings made after a recommendation like that, but I understand the squidgy situation. Um, I could do with the money. I've got to say, I could do with the money, but I'm going to let it ride because... Uh, I understand the pressure that the squidgy situation is putting on yourself. Um, we're going to segue here to a, a complete... We're, we're, we're breaking free from the show notes right now just because it's top of mind. And that is how 
your boy released. We're going to have to keep some kind of veil on this, but released his project HS to, to, to our followers on Instagram and to our email subscribers, all 600 of them, these last couple of days. The, the, the bathroom toolkit, oh, I mean, I'm just giving it away now, has been released. It's been released. Even got Lauren to reshare it. Wow, Lauren, you know, she reshared it. How many, how many purchases have been made? You guessed it, zero. Zero purchases. And I realize that not everybody's working on their bathroom. But most people have a bathroom, you know? So even if you're not working on it, it might be something that you'd, you'd scoop up out of excitement, you know, or, or in support of somebody that you follow or have something to do with. But no, no purchases. A little disheartening. I'm not, I'm not uh, completely put off my, my endeavors, but a little disheartening, gotta say. And I was just thinking this morning, and I kind of annoyed myself by thinking it, was that, I mean, I put a lot, I put a lot of energy into this. You know that, our listeners know this. I've been putting, I started this last June, it's almost a year old, and yeah, I've not been working on it every day, but uh, I've been working on it consistently for, for the best part of the year, on my own really on my own I've built the website I've, I've done everything I've done everything and I'm not, I don't I don't not that I'm looking for a, a pat on the back but I just got annoyed this morning thinking you know what Lauren's made it seem like the whole time I'm just chasing her she's making me feel guilty for it and uh, I just feel like I'm not getting the uh, it's been a big project they've kind of written a book kind of written a book done the website, done all of this, done the branding, this, this, this. People just think I'm just sat at the computer playing around, I think, you know? And I just kind of got riled up this morning thinking, you know what, it's quite an achievement, really. What We've got to recognize this. And again, I'm not really trying to pat myself on the back, but I'm trying to be, uh, I'm trying to be, I think I deserve, I deserve to be able to say, it's kind of fucked up that nobody's really... Uh, you know, I posted it on Instagram, and you might be thinking, maybe it's just a shit product. Maybe it looks like shit. I don't think so. I disagree with that. And, and again, I'm not put off. I think I need to lower the price. That's one thing I'm definitely thinking about. I'm happy to lower the price. And that, if that's why there's been no traction, I'm absolutely happy with that. But just from a personal point of view it would have been nice for Lauren to say wow you, you know great job with this you know I'm happy that we finally released it no nope, nothing didn't even say anything all I all that happened was me saying hey I posted that yesterday can you reshare it yeah will do I mean come on is that not rude yeah she's pregnant yeah she's pregnant yeah she's busy with work but come on so I, I woke up feeling good and then I thought about that and I thought you know what? it's kind of fucked up and uh just the lack of, you know, it's been a big project, and it's, it's been a big project, I've released it, and no one's really, no one's really uh, recognised that, it's quite disheartening really, I think if it was, if it was a real book, and I, it was like a publisher was, if, if it was something physical, I feel like people would be more likely to say, oh well done, I mean, it's, it's great what you've done, you know, you put in a lot of work for that. 
But um, I've just been working on this and not really got any kind of uh, pat on the back. And it's not really, maybe it's not a pat on the back I'm looking for, but some kind of recognition. Come on, it's been a big project. And especially Lauren's pissed me off and I'm getting pissed off talking about it right now. But we're, so we're, we're going to move on. We're going to move on. Let's get back to the show notes, E.T. Um, the Dawn Wall. The Dawn Wall. I haven't watched it, and I don't think I will now because I've just heard the entire fucking plot of the story. I've even heard what happens during the fucking credits. So um, I guess I'll give it my own review. I enjoyed it. I enjoyed the documentary. Um, real cliffhanger um, there at the end. But what a story. What a story. And it does make us make you realize once again the the power we have inside of us and in our minds and it really is all in the mind we have so much more power than we believe you know i mean this man had nine fingers rightly or wrongly he had nine fingers he may have cut one off himself for some reason but um the guy had nine fingers and he fucking climbed El Capitan. It brings me back to David Goggins, Can't Hurt Me, author of Can't Hurt Me. Reading that and thinking, and I, I will take this opportunity to recommend that book to anybody listening, Can't Hurt Me by David Goggins. It was a bestseller. It's, it's not a left field suggestion here. Um, Ex-Marine, Army Ranger. I, I didn't, first of all, I didn't really know Army Rangers was a thing. And if... If you'd asked me what an army ranger was, I would have said it was like a pretty low-down person in the army. Like, oh, he's an army ranger. It's like a fucking action man. So, but I guess an army ranger's actually pretty legit. Um, you know, marine, navy seal, sorry, army ranger. He completed it all and then some. But his mental strength was just awe-inspiring, really, in the truest sense. And... You know, reading that, I was just thinking, and he was making comment on it many a time throughout the book. You know, we run at maybe max 40% of our capacity. And I don't mean run in a physical sense. I mean, we live our lives running at about 40%. We've got so much more to give. Our, our minds are so much more powerful than we, we, we seem to give them credit for. And uh, the Dawn Wall was just another example of that. So next time you're at the gym, listener, Go harder. Next time you're... I don't know. There's so many examples I could give you. But uh, (laughs) we have more capacity than we're aware of. Forgive me because I'm now driving. I'm at the lights. I need to look at my show notes. (sighs) Quizzing Fair Frank. Fair Frank. Fair Frank. Who the fuck's Fair Frank? Hold on. Given that, we're going we're gonna to take a quick commercial break with our sponsor. And a very, very, very warm welcome back to the show. Warm welcome because we are sat in the sun. In the sun and under the sun. And we do have Ralphito by our side once again. It's now 3.14pm. PST, of course, and uh, 
yeah, I think about four or five hours have elapsed elapsed since that short commercial break. It might have felt like six seconds to you, but it was it was more like five hours, believe it or not. But uh, rest assured, we're sat down, we're comfortable, we're in the sun, we've got our microphone to face, we're not driving, we're not walking Ralphito, we're not picking up Ralphito's excrement. We're ready to broadcast, so let's get back into it. We did forget who Fair Frank was, and to this minute, I still can't remember who he was, which is unfortunate because I, I was educated as, as to who he was last night, and I enjoyed finding out who he was. And I, I made a show note. I wanted to talk about Fair Frank, and I just can't remember who the fuck he is. I mean, was he Grandpa's best friend? No. I can't remember who he was. So we're going to move on. We're going to move on, onwards and upwards. And we'd just like to point out how funny we found it. That, you know, you're surrounded by the Frenchies. They're getting all cocky. And then you play the scat man. I know what the scat man is. It's not my first karaoke rodeo. Although, fun fact, never done karaoke. I've never done karaoke. And what does that say about me? Does it say I'm narrow-minded, shy, timid, um, no fun? All of these things, good guesses. Incorrect, but good guesses. I've just... And I, I will admit, I've always shied away from it. I've been... I went to karaoke once, and I didn't do it. I was that guy. I didn't do it. I will add that I don't think I was nearly as drunk as anybody else. I think I'm going to use that as my excuse. I don't think I was drunk at all, really. Um, but I'd hope. I'd hope if I went to karaoke now, I would do it. It would be... It's, 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 been always, it's always been a... Uh, I don't know. I think there's two types of confidence. There's, there's like an inner confidence and confidence in yourself which I have. We've talked about that on the show before. I think we both have that, me and my sister station, Normancito. Inner confidence. And it's, there's a strong inner confidence I have. Outward confidence in something like karaoke? Eh. I don't know. I, I don't think I've got that kind of confidence. Although I would. I would do it. Don't get me wrong. Uh, I think my outer confidence is, is probably improving year on year. You know, you, you grow up and you think, yeah, it's fun. You know, it's fun. Embrace it. Live life. We've only got a short time on this earth. Sing that song. Sing that scat man. Um, and I fully understand how fun karaoke can be. I've pictured myself doing karaoke and I had a fucking great time. I really got jacked up singing. So um, I think with the right group of people, I definitely wouldn't... Uh, maybe I would. I'm not sure if I'd like to do karaoke with, with strangers so much. But again, again, I think I just need to embrace it. I would love to do karaoke with our sister station and, and our Mexican correspondent, CC, Carolina Chris. Carolina Chris, are you a karaoke guy? Please let me know. Let us know. Let the search party know. We do need singers in the search party. That's going to be key. Thanks for sticking tuned. And thanks for staying tuned. We just had to re-unlock our phone. Are you off, Ralph? That's enough for Ralph. It's sunny. It's sunny. I can't remember the last time I saw the sun. 
So uh, we're feeling good. The sun is shining, which which was expected. You know, we've had we've had one of the wettest Mays on record here in the UK. Whereas last this time last year, which was when I returned from the US of A, it was a record-breaking hot May. It was like a, an August in May, and I missed out on most of it. I came back, had about ten days, and then you know they went more normal, should I say? But this May has been absolutely abysmal, unless you like rain, which I don't. I'm a sun guy. All of our listeners know that. Um, but the sun is shining. It is. Wednesday, tomorrow is Thursday, and uh, your boy's going off to London. There has been a sighting of Grandpa in London. Haven't really got the, too much of a location on it, but suggests yeah, the data suggests that it is around East London, around Hackney. So uh, I'm going to be going up there on the train in the morning, and uh, of course we have enlisted the help of Georgie. Um, to help us find Grandpa or, or see what's up, so looking forward to that. I'm looking forward to uh, to having some kind of early summer activities. But we'll get into that in a minute. I'm jumping the gun here because we still got a few show notes to to rattle through. Um, it was interesting to hear, of course, Greg and Eli's um, review of, of the Broadie, not just the Broadie, but the highlight reel. We thought the highlight reel was shit hot. And it's starting to look like we were wrong. You know, we've got Greg and Eli. Greg, who knows me, which knowing me shouldn't be too important, but um, they needed context. And of course, they're, they're Normancito's biggest fans as a friend and as a comic. They're big fans. But they said, well, you heard the last broadcast from Normancito. They said, eh, no context. And, and I think both Normancito and I were of the opinion that you don't need context. The highlight reel is just comical little segments and, and context isn't particularly necessary. Whereas listening to the show and listening to an hour of the show or just plucking, you know, 10, you know, five minutes from one of our shows, we understand that if, if a listener was just to tune in midway through one of our broadcasts, it's going to be hard for them to follow along and hard for them to think, oh, I'm going to listen to an hour of this. We understand. We do understand. But we thought, and we're happy to be, you know, change our our thinking here. Wait, are we still recording? Phew, I thought I, the, the, the generator at the station here is low, so I'm, I'm, I'm aware of that. Let's just find out how low it is before we continue. 13%. Oh, we've got so much time to broadcast. Although, no, that's wrong, because broadcasting does drain the battery pretty quickly. Um, but no... Greg and Eli thought that they needed context for even the highlight reel. So that's making us rethink our strategy. Listen, we're open to changing our broadcasting strategy, style, format, structure. We're more than happy to do that. That's, what, that's why we need to hear from the search party so they can say, hey, this is good, this isn't good, he talks too much, you talk too much. You, you know, you need to, we're trying to improve. We're broadcasters that are trying to improve and we're, we're honest but at the end of the day, we're just trying to find our bloody grandpa. It's <laughs> so simple. Um, and we're trying to have fun whilst we do that, if possible. Um, so, no, it was, it was a bit of a kick in the teeth. Kick in the proverbial teeth to hear that Greg and Eli, two super fans of Normancito, 
um, couldn't get into the highlight reel. So that's, you know, you live and you learn. Um, some better news, of course, was our Mexican correspondent, CC, saying that he enjoyed Normancito's broadie yesterday with, with the, the Yosemite update, the California update. That's reassuring, you know. Um, so we're going to keep doing what we're doing right now. And, uh, but with a finger on the pulse, a finger on the pulse, because, you know, if there's, if there's a better way to do this show, we're happy to do it. We're happy to change it up. At the moment, of course, it's monologue form. It's Dear Diary. This is private journals from across the pond. Transatlantic journals. Um, so it's just something we have to keep an eye on. As I said, happy about the job wreck. That's the next show note. Not that we like to call out show notes. And then the final one is, of course, E.T. the parrot. And that's me. The parrot. Um, Of course, it was tongue-in-cheek. Somewhat tongue-in-cheek. Referencing how I didn't get a shout-out on the Mexican recap. I mean, I was there the whole fucking time on your shoulder. Yeah, I'm that parrot on your shoulder. Um, but it was nice, it was real nice, heartwarming to hear, hear how much the parrot meant to Normancito during his Mexican trip, because I was, I mean, it's, it really is something special, there's many a joke to be had on the show, but we do, we do recognise that our friendship as sister stations is as deep as they come, I mean, we recognise this is a very unique relationship that we have, you know, no holds barred sharing everything intricacies and it gives us each an absolute fundamental understanding of one another you know case in point me referencing Dirty D dancing naked to Simpson Al Huevo somebody I listened to in the gym this morning while I was running I mean I have that memory (laughs) I have that memory too I just don't really know quite what her boobs look like or you know was she shaven was she waxed a brazilian if there's such thing as a mexican hairline did she have it i just don't know but i can picture her dancing i can see the bedroom i can see the lighting the curtains are closed uh, you got a little lamp on one of the lamps on one's off um you know it's toxic dd dd if you're listening thanks for the memories from both of us so yeah, that, that sister station connection is, is really something special, special, unique, and beautiful. And uh, it serves us well, both of us. We're served well by each sister station. Really, really tailored advice when necessary. Um, and of course, my, my working recommendation for our sister station when he gets back to Boston case in point um and it goes without saying it was disappointing to hear that it doesn't look like this summer is going to be the summer that et and normancito search party leaders get together you know we haven't seen each other in two years is it that's the thing we haven't seen each other in fucking two years we're still broadcasting daily you betcha um, you know, we had grand plans of touring Europe, searching for Grandpa in the VW camper van, broadcasting from the van. I cleaned the van on the weekend, and I I wanted to share that photo of the clean van 
but I didn't want to, I didn't want to, I didn't want to, it felt like it would have been a tease to send it, you know, it would have been a tease because it did seem like we've been going this way, we've been leading this way, Nord Mancito will not be able to come this summer, but you know what, I understand, and I think the search party, Cece, he understands, you know, this whole squidgy financial situation has, has, has run amok, it was unexpected, and you know, we're going to have to pivot. Will that stop us broadcasting? No, it will not. Will it stop the search party? No. All it will mean is that there's a slight delay, you know, what, a three-month delay? Because, let's face it, we were planning, yes, we were going to do a European summer, we were planning to go to Central America, South America, Mexico, in October anyway. So I don't see it as, as too much of a change of plan. Yes, there will be no European summer, but... I do hope, I think October's going to be a perfect month to uh, to find this old fuck, you know? I think, I think there's a good chance that he's going to be flirting around Guatemala, El Salvador, you know, somewhere down there, Costa Rica even, you know, um, in October. And that works for me, it really does. It does look like Mahat FAMA is coming late July, maybe August. But he, I think he'll be here for maybe a few weeks, a month. But who knows if that plan, plan will change. Um, but I think October, you know, let's pencil it in. Let's pencil in October. I might even get our pen out for it and, and say we'll do October once, once the squidgy financial situation has resolved itself. And three months is going to pass real quick. It will. So our chins are up. Our chins are up. I mean, the sun is really beating down on me right now. This is quite a treat. Um, so as I said, tomorrow we're off to London to search for Grandpa. I mean, it's just one tip-off I've had, but I am going to make the journey. It's a it's a three-and-a-half-hour train journey. I think it's worth it, though. I mean, one sighting is all I need to try and find him. Um, going to spend the long weekend up there. It is a holiday Monday, it seems, so I'm going to be up there Thursday to Monday. And as I said on, on my previous show, we've got quite a lot of plans, me and, me and young Georgie, because we've kind of surmised where we think he might be in London. We think he might be wild swimming at some point. Um, he might... Um, and we're going to take some, some mushrooms um, to kind of give us the edge, give us some kind of superpower and go wild swimming and see if he's in any of the swimming holes in or around London. Um, there's a good chance Georgie's missed him at her painting studio at the farm, Stepney Farm. So I'm going to go down to the farm on Friday and just, you know, check under some pallets and behind the canvas to see, you know, Grandpa, are you hiding here? Um, my friend's putting on a show on Friday night at the Moth Club. Uh... <laughs> And if there's one thing Grandpa likes, if I can remember, just, just being a kid and sitting on his knee listening to music, he was listening to electronic music. Um, so, going to go to a show Friday night. My first live gig in, of course, a year or more. Well over a year, actually. So, that's going to be something. Um, hope to find Grandpa there. Of course, it's seating only, I think, so shouldn't be hard to miss him. He's going to have a tan, that's for sure. Um, what else have we got going on? Guerrilla gardening. 
grandfather always did have green fingers. He did always have green fingers. And, and Georgie's friend, um, the BBC, are coming to shoot a documentary on Georgie's friend, who is a guerrilla gardener. And I think that means she wears a balaclava, or at least she's going to wear a balaclava on this documentary. And you know what that means? That means I have the opportunity to be on the documentary in a balaclava. Um, I mean, it would make a lot of sense for Grandpa to get into guerrilla gardening because he's, he's got green fingers and he doesn't want his identity to be revealed. So could I find him there on Monday or Sunday? Decent chance again. And finally, there's going to be a brunch at Georgie's house on, on, on Monday, the holiday Monday. Talking about a brunch in the garden, I think. Um, if for no other reason than just to get a few people together and kind of brainstorm where the fuck could this old guy be? So, decent amount of opportunity to, to do some uh, real real research into the whereabouts of our elusive grandpa. Looking forward to it. As I said, the sun should be out for a decent amount of the time. You know, we don't have... Every time I look at my weather on my phone, it's rain, 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 rain. At the moment, is sun, 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 cloud, sun, cloud, cloud, sun. So, reason for optimism, and uh, really just looking forward to uh, shooting some spuds. So, that's my weekend. Sorry, just checking we're still broadcasting. We're still broadcasting. That about wraps up the show. Um, yeah, not too much else to get into over here. It's been fantastic to be back on the airwaves it's been fantastic to to uh provide cc california california chris there is nobody in california called chris carolina chris being able to honor you with your mexican correspondent title such an honor for me to be able to bestow that upon you um, and all of the listeners out there, all, all the scores of listeners out there, um, it just means the world to me, and, and I know it means the world to Normancita that you're tuned in. You could be anywhere in the world, and you are anywhere in the world, but you could be listening to anything in the world right now. You could be listening to the new Katy Perry track. You could be listening to Rage Against the Machine. You could be listening to, you know, old school Slipknot. You could be listening to Tim Ferriss. Harry Potter audiobook. These are all options, but you're not. You're listening to Searching for Grandpa, and we fucking love that. Thank you. God bless. Bob bless. God doesn't exist. It's E.T. on the MIC.